0: Hi. Hi.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. This worked.
0: I'm I'm in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of With a Plum. I'm your host Raj as always. This week we're doing something somewhat different as I share with you an interview I did with Charlotte of Klabu. Klabu is an incredible organization as you'll soon find out, building soccer clubhouses in refugee camps and making exquisite apparel along the way. So please listen and enjoy. Okay, awesome. So Let's just begin with telling us who you are and your role at Klabu. Sure.
0: So my name is Charlotte Jungian. I um, have been part of Klabu uh, since the beginning. The founder of Klabu is a close friend of mine from uh, back in the day at high school, Jan van Hovel. He started Klabu about two and a half to three years ago um, when he quit his job as a lawyer to focus full time on finding a solution, a structural solution to bring sports to refugees um, in the places where they're rebuilding their lives. And he and I spoke about it a lot in the beginning as I was working on a number of refugee projects um, for a reforestation company I was working for at the time. Uh, And it was more in an informal capacity that I was part of, you know, his decision-making process and kind of the early days of of building the concept and figuring out what it was that we we wanted Klavu to be and then since a year i have been uh, involved as leading the marketing side of things um running the campaign uh, to launch Klabu uh just oh, two and a half two months ago we launched mm-hmm. um and then uh more widely sort of thinking about the marketing strategy and communication strategy around how we how we build up Klabu uh to be a sustainable brand that powers sports um so that's my my role, but as with any startup, um, titles and roles are very fluid (laughs) (laughs) and on any one day I can be in charge of, uh, you know, making sure that the, uh, the clothing is, is, is all ordered and and correct, or I'm in the shop selling clothes or I'm doing the social media with, with my team or, so it changes from day to day. We're all, we're all pretty much doing everything, um, at the same time, which is how how these things
1: go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) uh, Me and Nima are very well aware of that. Um, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) um, So I guess, I mean, that's so incredible. So I guess let's just dive into like what Klabu is and what the company does. And, you know, we definitely want to chat about the Kenya club.
0: Sure. Well, Klabu means club in Swahili. And, The reason we chose for a club-based method is because clubs bring people together uh, and they serve a much wider purpose than just sports. And if there's anything that is missing in the life of a refugee, it's anything to do with normalcy. Um, Mm -hmm. They have, have been thrown into a completely abnormal situation. They've had to leave their homes. Most times they've left family behind and always they've left all their belongings behind. Uh, they're starting over in a new country with new languages, new religions around them um, in a community that, you know, is, is basically being thrown together and they're having to start all over again. And sport is one of those things that can bring people together without them needing to speak the same language, go to the same church, or even um, have a similar background, but they can all get on the field and play a game of football and feel a connection and that's what we see as the power of sports. It also brings great benefits to health, confidence, uh, social building. And, and, you know, there's really there's life skills involved uh, when, you run, when you're part of a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen firsthand the type of impact that p- sports can have in refugee settings. Uh, that's what Clubu is about, is about how can we bring sports and sport clubs to as many refugees as we can. And to make that possible, we started off with, you know, the more traditional way that NGOs start is, is asking for money. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So we went to quite a few fundi- funds. And luckily in the Netherlands, there are a lot of funds available for these types of things. And we got 150K together uh, to be able to build our very first sports club in the north of Kenya, near the South Sudan border, which is a place called Kalobe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's where the very first Klabu sports club is up and running as we speak. There are more than 8,000 members playing sports there every day. We have coaches, we have managers running the club, uh, we have cleaners and people paid to repair the clothes and the equipment. Um, there's fields set out, there's tournaments being held. It's a very lively place. And in order to be able to build many more clubes, um, we wanted to have a sustainable business model that went beyond donations and uh, funding. So we decided to... Um, stick with sports because that's what we we know and what we're good at mm-hmm. and create a way that people could wear their support and really show their support as a badge of honor. Uh, and so we developed this really, yeah, cool sports clothing. And we did it with um, some designers who really know their stuff. They've all worked at Nike and Rebook, Essex, a bunch of other big brands and they've donated their time freely, such as almost everyone connected to club who does in order to develop this first line of sports clothing, um, which we've now launched.
1: Yeah. This,
0: yeah, you've seen it, I think. I've seen yeah, you.
1: yeah. and You I, have your shirt. I, yeah, and I love it. I mean, the designs are amazing. Um, obviously, as you said, you've been using, like, really top people and yeah. the, the colors, and it's very, like, striking. Um,
0: yeah, it is. I'm wearing mine today, actually, and I- I'm biking through – Amsterdam and, like, I can see heads turning and
1: people looking like, huh,
0: what's she wearing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, like, bright orange and bright blue and it's really eye-catching. And then the other shirts we have in home and we have an away shirt, and the away shirt's, like, purple with pink and it's very now. Um, oh, and yeah. the sales, yeah, the sales are going really great. And then the nice thing is, of course, that you can tell people, hey, you're not only buying a cool shirt but and looking great, but you're also, you know, putting money towards us being able to power sports with refugees and that just makes it a really unique product that's, you know, to use a a buzzword, it's impact-driven sportswear, but it really is you wearing your support um, and that's what we love and we love seeing people wearing the shirt and we're getting pictures of, you know, people wearing it in in Tokyo and in Sydney and Istanbul and it's just, uh, it's growing. That's amazing. That means that the Clubu Club is getting bigger and we're getting more and more members um who support what we do so
1: that's really exciting and you guys have a shop in amsterdam
0: we sure do i'm sitting about 100 meters away from the shop i dot, dotted into a young our founder he lives literally 100 meters from the shop <laughs> so i'm sitting in his house at the moment to do this uh this chat but um we're at the shop pretty much every day it's open seven days a week we all take turns kind of manning the shop or womaning the shop and, mm-hmm. and uh, making sure there's always someone there so that we can sell but the shop is more like a clubhouse really it's okay. our Amsterdam place where everyone comes and constantly there's friends and family and and people connected to club we're kind of popping in and out we have meetings there we have a little desk we have a coffee machine we've got big plants everywhere and coffee and you know it's just a really nice place for people to come and hang yeah Uh, which which is what we wanted yeah you're very welcome to stop oh i'll be there don't worry (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'm glad (laughs) and so you know we at eterno we you know we're in the fashion world but we're also you know we like to sort of get the stories and we're interested in the bigger stories which is what drew our attention to klabu and you know you guys have the kenya club so how what what kind of you've with the refugees there?
0: Um, we've been seeing some really great results in terms of numbers, much faster growth than we had expected. Uh, the first two months we had 500 new members every week, which was insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of people living there. There's 36,000 refugees living in Colour Bay. And of those 36,000, about 70% are younger than 18. And our target group that we really want to create a solution for are young people between sort of the ages of 16 and and let's say 25 because for them there's very little you know education and 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 sort of entertainment and pastime uh activities are really organized for the very young or for the much older and Mm -hmm. then they're sort of religiously um you know tinted activities there 's church activities, etc, but there 's not really anything for the young people and they they get very bored um, and i 've been in refugee camps myself a few times and spent a lot of time in, in color Bay in January when we were there and it's it 's the heat and it 's the, the the sense of lethargy really that people um, start to become restless and and that really leads to tension and the reminder of their situation and just anything to really break out of that is very welcomed and sport is such a perfect solution because it, like I said, it brings people together. Um, and we have this great clubhouse that forms sort of the, the hub of the community. We specifically placed it in the middle of a village um, where there's also a church very close by. It's very close to the marketplace. It's close to the basketball field. Um, and it, it is a lovely shady design. It was designed by our friends at Roof for Humanity, a wonderful NGO uh, from the Netherlands, who build community spaces um, for refugees and and people without uh, means, and she does that. Narda uh, Boening, she's the the founder. She came with us to uh, to Kenya, and she actually spent three months there, working with a local crew oh, wow. uh, of of refugees to to construct the clubhouse. And it's such a vibrant place. You know, we built a stage inside. There's seating, uh, older people can come there to play games. We have chess, we've got backgammon, we've got a few local games. The dance crews come there to rehearse. <laughs> uh, it's really a, a special place and we're seeing reports and, and all the visuals that that the managers send us sort of weekly. We see that is intensely used, which is exactly what we wanted. We have between eight and 10,000 members now. Um, the only thing that is a point of concern for us is that most of those members are men. Okay. Um, it's very popular among young men, but not so much amongst the women. And we want to figure out why that is. And we want to make sure that when we go back to Color Bay, hopefully this summer, we can find a solution to attract more women to the club and make sure they feel comfortable and welcome. Um, perhaps it's to do with clothing, we thought. So we are developing a women's only line of clothing that mm-hmm. will be more more covered. So there'll be leggings and there'll be longer tops uh, so that the women um, who potentially for religious reasons stay away may mm-hmm. feel more, more comfortable to come and play sports. So we are very much uh, aware of, um, of that issue and, and we are trying to find a solution for it so that when we go to our next uh, clubhouse, which likely will be in Bangladesh, um, we make sure that we have a solution that works for both men and women.
1: Yeah, that's great. And I saw on the site that it said that the new women's line is en route
0: Yes, it is in development. I've seen the first samples have come in um, and we are currently working with um, our group of, of, of designers and producers to figure out what's the best material. How can we make sure it's the most sustainable uh, product that it can be? Um, how much is it all going to cost? <laughs> how much mm-hmm. should we be pricing it at? You know, all those, uh, all those questions when you get into retail it's a whole world that's opened up for us. None of us had any background really in fashion at all. Right. And we've, we've had to take a bit of a crash course when it comes to, to retail. So we're learning quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And you guys, do you, you produce the, the pieces in Italy or where are the pieces getting made?
0: Yeah, we have a wonderful factory that we work with in Italy called Stamparia Alicese. They are based in Milan and they really know their stuff and they've been so flexible with us, making sure that we could come in with you know, low amounts uh, to start because we weren't sure how much we would sell right. and they're very flexible and helpful in guiding us sort of throughout this process. So we will continue to work with them because we also like that we work with a, a European company. It saves us a lot of, uh, a lot of hassle, but it also means that we can guarantee great work environment and working conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's less uh, shipping, uh, which is also a factor for us to take into account.
1: I mean, you spoke, already spoke about uh, Bangladesh being next. What else are the future goals for Klabu outside of Kenya?
0: So at the moment we are organising something really exciting and actually this will be uh, the uh, the sneak preview because we haven't gotten any communications out yet, but we are organising a big football tournament. Um, yes, it, it will be in Amsterdam. It will be during the Kwaku Festival, which is a really popular Amsterdam-based summer festival, very multicultural, food, music, sports. It's huge and it's uh, it's really quite a quite a phenomenon when it comes to kind of the more colourful version of, of how a festival can be. And they've offered us space to, to hold a street football tournament, so with 16 teams. And all 16 teams will financially and also socially support a team in Colour Bay. So we're going to have the tournament running at the same time, so here in Amsterdam and in Colour Bay. And then the scores of the teams will be combined in order to oh, wow. determine the winner. So if the Amsterdam-based team that's connected to the Klaibu te- team in Bay win, but the Calabay team lose, that will affect their median score. And so that way we're going to have a really interesting result at the end of the day to see who, who wins. And also we're going to bring the team captains in touch with each other through WhatsApp, and they'll, but they'll both be wearing the same shirt. We're custom designing really great, colorful, new uh, Klaibu-designed shirts. And the teams will get to take those home. And so it should be a really great, fun day. And we'll be raising a lot of money as well.
1: So you guys would love to do some collaborations. That would be awesome, actually.
0: I know. It would be. I mean, yeah, the sky's the limit, of course, when you you allow your fantasy to to run loose. But it, it just, it does make sense for us at one point to really focus on what we're actually good at and what where our passion lies which is powering sports with refugees and that's where we have you know the edge I think over a lot of other organizations we have experience now we have great contacts Um, but the clothing side of things does take up a lot of our time and if we could partner with the company who who love doing that and who have the network and the production value chain in place you know it'd be wonderful to be able to uh, collaborate so
1: so you guys do something with uh, blood in blood out
0: yeah we do we have a corner of our store, which we're dedicating to collaborations. We love working with other brands that are creative and young and, you know, Amsterdam based. So we've kind of started with Blood and Blood Out because we had a relationship with them. They've created a, a remix of the Klabu shirt. They're really clever. They take these shirts that have symbolic connections and then they remix them into each other. So it's kind of hard to explain without showing, but... I would say go to the blood and blood out website or check out our social media because we have some really great photos on there for instance they'll um they'll take the uh the Morocco team shirt and they'll remix right. it with the Dutch shirt because there are a lot of Moroccan players uh who play for Holland or vice versa and we see that they're so popular people walk past the store and they spot these remix shirts and they all come in and you know they want to ask questions and hear about the, uh, the symbolism behind the shirt. So it's a great collaboration. We're going to be doing that for another month. Heading back to
1: Kenya anytime soon?
0: We hope to go to Kenya. The ideal thing would be to go at the end of the summer. There's a delegation of the World Economic Forum and a great uh, scientist or, or academic called Alexander Betts, who um, has done a lot of research into the effect and the impact of power Of sports on refugees or with refugees. And they're heading out there at the end of July. And we'd love to be part of that delegation because there's going to be a lot of interesting people there who really know and and have proven the impact of sports. And we could use that input uh, for our own campaigns and we'd love to be part of it, but it really all depends on sales. (laughs) So, you know, this is a a good bridge for me to do a wee plug um, for us to be able to power sports with refugees. We we need to sell shirts and, and we're looking for, for help and support. So if you want to wear an amazingly vibrant, eye-catching, cool sports shirt and support refugees through sports, then please go to clubu.org and get your clubu today. We, uh, yeah, we're hoping to expand the club. So the Manhattan should be next. We, I know we have a few fans walking around Manhattan. So who knows you might oh, yeah, one one stop on one of these them days. On the
1: street, don't worry. Um you should uh, will, and take sure. a
0: picture, please. I'd <laughs> love to see it.
1: <laughs> so is there anything last second you want to throw out there?
0: Anything last second? Uh if you are a company or a group of friends or a club and you're in the Netherlands or even in Europe and you want to be part of a really fun uh football tournament and summer festival on July twenty eighth, please come and sign up and be part of the first Klabu Klaku football tournament. It's five against five. It's going to be super fun. Keep an eye on our website and sign up. And please do follow us on all the social medias. And, yeah, our website is up and running. And come by our store. We're in Amsterdam on the zedijk You're very welcome to be part of the club. I love it.
1: And that's that. We here at Eterno want to thank Klabu for taking the time to speak with us. Thank you, Charlotte. We will be keeping track of them in earnest, and we'll sit down and chat with them again soon, I am sure. We hope to visit them in Amsterdam as well, of course. Please be sure to follow Klabu on Instagram at theklabu, T-H-E-K-L-A-B-U, and check out their wonderful site, klabu.org to donate or order your merch, and you can keep up with their goings on over there. Thanks as always to you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace.